Welcome to Canberra. Metalheads. Season 1. The Archives. Alright, let's keep it. Okay, so you're in the studio today with uh, Marky Malpas. Benny Benfagor. And we got the boys from Wretch. So start from left to right. We've got Bob and Benji. And Benji. So we were talking earlier about, you know, off mic, some of the um, the samples and things you guys use for that, for, for songs. Uh, it's what makes the band, I think, man. Uh, what was it like <laughs> recording all, all that sort of music and picking the right samples and stuff like that? Uh, well, I guess we try to keep things... Uh, a little bit tongue-in-cheek, like, you know, a lot of these uh, grind bands that uh, take themselves far too seriously. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, we, we use these samples <laughs> to put a little bit of humour in and, you know, keep things kind of fresh. Duncan yeah. chooses a lot of the samples that <laughs> drummer, and yeah. um, a lot of the samples that he picks <laughs> can be pretty interesting. Yeah, but, um, yeah there's, there's always that one on the album that people say, oh, where'd you find that? And they always <laughs> want to know where it comes from. But, yeah, we just, it's, just every day you know you'll you'll hear you'll watch tv or something you'll watch a movie and you hear a line you're like you know oh that's cool you know yeah it's just yeah they just sort of find their way into our music yeah we've had some interesting ones like on the uh, last album tirades there's a fart sample in one of the songs <laughs> and i think that fart sample was mentioned in every review that we had they spoke <laughs> about the fart sample more than the actual album so. yeah, yeah absolutely it was it, 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 and it's so polarizing as well like some people get it some people understand the humor and just say oh you know what it's it is what it is and some people are like oh are we still doing that you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah whatever dude well the thing is too like it also adds a layer of personality because i know like you guys outside of the music as well so it's kind of like you get it because i know you guys as well so yeah. it just sort of it, it helps it makes it easier to digest because i know you dudes are just like doing your thing yeah. <laughs> well, if, if we if we were as hard to get along with as our music <laughs> yeah. no one would come to our shows <laughs> it, can be, it can be pretty funny like that song in particular not that you know what i'm saying in it but um the lyrics are really pretty depressing and self-deprecating <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's a really kind of sad sad song yeah. but by having that in there it kind of makes it a little bit more light-hearted it also yeah, gives us a break grind. when we play live too so you know we'll get to these really long samples like there's one at the the start of prbd and we we always look forward to it because it's about 30 seconds of <sighs> have a drink tune up make sure everything's good okay we're good to go yep okay cool cool and then you know you've got this little bit of this little window to get yourself ready so it's kind of yep. cool because it's very taxing yeah. so it's yeah. like you, you did the samples for us but you really did them for yourselves <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that's> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah like refuge islands yeah <laughs> uh just to backtrack real quick so that was um bent sinister yep. Yep. Uh, yeah for the the track name for anyone uh, playing along at home tonight uh the um you mentioned before it's fairly taxing to play i mean although you guys are just having fun and chilling out I, like you can tell with the style of music it would be like fairly intense what sort of um what sort of practice goes into into being able to do a live show like with such intensity for so long how like do you guys um sort of bring that same intensity to the jam room and things like that or more so than anything it's endurance at rehearsal like we'll play through the set twice sometimes three times so if, if we've got a gig coming up and it's a half an hour set 
you know, we'll smash through it and it's like 30 minutes, I will have driven all the way from Queen to Belconnen for this, let's do it again. So we'll go through it again, you know, tighten up and put, you know, cross T's, dot I's, do that sort of thing and, and you know, play through it a couple of times and, and you, you're sort of playing that music as, as fast as, and as intense as it is. It, um, yeah, it's actually, yeah, it, it, it helps. So when you get on stage, all the nerves get to you, you end up playing faster on stage anyway, no matter yeah. what. So it, it yeah. actually all helps. Yeah, yeah. endurance for a, for a thirty minute set. Sometimes we'll be doing fifteen songs. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, um, I, I like yeah. the. I still think we held the record for festival fifteen nine songs in fifteen minutes, and we finished early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, it can yeah. get pretty rough on the on the throat. So um, yeah, I uh, yeah we've I think the longest set we've actually played was forty five minutes. Yeah, and um, that was harrowing. <laughs> yeah, I was I was pretty done by yeah. the end of that. Yeah. yeah. It's nearly like you guys fit um a, a, like a longer three minute song into a shorter time like it's not like you're sort of only playing for a shorter time it's like you just do it all quicker yeah <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean that, that's that comes with having knife in the band i think that guy's just machine that's yeah. the thing man like and I, i've sort of kept up with some of the previous project that Nafe's done in the yeah. past and it's just like to ha- he's got such a crazy resume of like just amazing <laughs> yeah. you know Canberra skills. Metal Warrior yeah long serving <laughs> Canberra Metal Warrior Nafe Youngberg yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I think uh, you know when it comes to um, to the scene he's like definitely one of the one of the um, one of the staples I think. yeah he, he's been around for shit like um, like 20 years he's been around for a long time mm. um and and just always brutal there's yeah. <laughs> the yeah. most mellow thing he's done is futility i think and that was yeah. heavy as yeah you yeah. know <laughs> oh yeah I've always, I've always got a spot for futility when it comes to you know skill and um and and that doom sort of feel like it's always handy to have that futility album handy for whenever you just want to chill and listen to something still heavy but you know um atmospheric as well yeah so yeah, um, that, that was one of two doom shows i've ever been to <laughs> yeah. i'm not a doom fan at all I've, yeah, like, yeah. I've got better things to do with eight minutes of my life than listen to <laughs> <the> song. so <laughs> it's always it's always a joke in the band how much i hate doom yeah, to the yeah, point yeah. where actually I, I i wrote a doom my doom song that yeah. I wrote, yeah. and i said it and everyone's like this is really good and i'm like it's meant to be a joke it's not meant to be good <laughs> yeah. Yeah. when you accidentally write the best doom song ever. <laughs> what was what was that called bob oh uh, it's called swan fucker that's the name <laughs> It's like, I couldn't think of anything more morose and depressing. So, yeah. it's, it's like eight and a half minutes of just yeah, it's it's heavy. It's like still sadder than Black Swan. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly right. I'll send it in sometime. You play it on air. Yeah, it's definitely. hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. Duncan snoring over the top as vocals as well. It worked really well. Yeah, it did. <laughs> when we were over in Europe, it was just harrowing the the, the, the snoring. So we we got a couple of little audio samples and I put that over it. Yeah. yeah so you hear it gated reverb. And, he's just, and it sounds brutal as over his doom music it's hilarious yeah <laughs> yeah so uh also you uh benji you've ha- not one of the original members but you've really found your spot in the band how's it been sort of fitting into uh, what was already existing before i was good so yeah i um i have been in a bunch of other bands around camper and i actually tried out for vocals when wretch first joined uh, started so yeah, okay. um I'd known a couple of the guys from, I was in Law of the Tongue mm-hmm. and um, floating around and they were just starting Wretch and I spoke to Bob and uh, he said, come in and have a go at doing vocals. So came in for a jam or two and um, it was sounding really good. But at the time I just wasn't really 
ready to join a band. Mm -hmm. I had too much going on. I was studying and working. And so I gave it a miss and they had Joel come in and Joel did some really great work. You know, they did the EP, Senseless Violence. Um, Then they did Because You're Worthless. And I loved Because You're Worthless. And um, when things weren't working out within the band and they asked me to join, I was really, really excited. Um, It was pretty hard because I was used to doing doom like i was in mm. law of the tongue mm. and that's pretty different to to wretch so mm-hmm. law of the tongue songs were like seven minutes yep. and there were big breaks where i could have a bit of a a breather yeah um you don't get that in wretch and um <laughs> it was a bit of a baptism of fire too i think you played your first gig with us after three weeks yeah we so, played with king parrot at the anu cool yeah, yeah had to learn uh, all the songs there and then get up and sort of hit the ground running so but that was really good i mean we started writing the next album really quickly so they had a whole bunch of songs ready to go so that was that was good to be able to come in and just have some things ready so that i could write vocals straight away and yeah sort of become part of the band and so it was really and really and good. some creamy gigs along the way as well that first four months i think you're in the band we did that king parrot show we did adelaide yeah and adelaide and then we did oef in melbourne yeah. So it was all within four months. Like the first four, three of the first four gigs you did were smashing them out. Yeah, were, were cool gigs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting to play like I listened to Cripple Bastards for for years, and then one of the first shows we got to play was with Cripple Bastards in Canberra, and then again yep. at Obscene Extreme in Melbourne. Yep. So with yep. Captain Clean Off and the Kill, oh, and yeah, yeah. So it's been really good. Been really, really stoked, and um, from strength to strength. Yeah. No, yeah. good to hear. And like I was at the King Parrot gig, man, and like to to open up with guys like that like king parrot just the one of the biggest stage stage presence i've seen in australia really hardest working aussie metal band yeah uh, unquestionable yeah, yeah. Their, their drive is just awesome yeah and a good yeah. bunch of guys too they're, they're lovely guys yeah they'll give you time which is you know it's 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 hard to get time out of people you know especially bands getting that big it's hard to get the time out of them but they're generally really cool with it so yeah, yeah. No, like super approachable, like really cool dudes. But then, like, if you only ever seen them on stage, you'd be like, "Whoa, man, these guys are hectic." But then, yep. like, straight after the show, you're just like, "Oh, hey, cool set, man." He's just like, "Oh, glad you liked it." You know, talking to Matt, <laughs> yeah. just like yeah. what? Yeah. And Youngy, like, it's um, it's really refreshing, I guess you'd say. Like, he comes off the stage and oh, can I buy you a beer? He says, "No, mate, I don't drink." You know, yeah. like he's just a he's a <laughs> just really a good, yeah good uh, there's, dude, there's really f- down to earth, and just kind of funny story of uh one time when the when king barrett played at the basement um it was wasn't quite when they were there's probably only like a few times after their first gig at the basement like mm. they weren't kind of like as big as they are right now the um, shit on the liver hadn't quite hadn't quite come <laughs> yeah. out yeah yeah um i think they'd only released their first album at that point yeah. um so uh bite your head off had just come out Anyway, um, Youngie jumps up on the, you remember the old, like, hand, yep. the barrier? Yep. He jumps up on that and goes to stage dive, and I'm in front of him, and they all, <laughs> everyone steps back, and I just catch him by the legs, and he's just flopped over my shoulder. <laughs> so I'm, like, just spinning around in the mosh pit with him on my shoulder, yeah. and he's still singing as he's spinning around. I'm sweating all over you. And um, I'm like, well, now what do I do? So <laughs> this is I run over to the bar. I run over to the bar and just sit him on the bar. <laughs> like, and then I'm just like, 
what are you drinking? And he's like, I don't drink. So I grabbed him back <laughs> over the shoulder, ran back and plonked him back on the stage again. Nice. <laughs> what a host. Yeah. And uh, he managed to just sing the whole time. Then. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, it's cool that they do get so much energy on the... I've mm. seen, him, uh, seen him play the last show in Canberra so far at Transit Bar. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like... That little bar just gets torn up. When you get say, bands was, like we that saw him at the Potbelly. Man, it was like just, just as the shit on the liver film clip had broken. Yeah. And we got the support and we played, and there was like 40 people at the at the, the Potbelly. And you, you would have sworn there was 400 in there. Like the pot was so tight. And yeah, um, yeah Youngie on the bar just screaming, crouched along the bar, walking along it, screaming. It was yeah. just like nothing else. It was it was awesome. They're the best shows though, like the Potbelly in transit. Like mm. I love the basement. Basement. Yeah awesome but um like the shows that we played at transit and pot before i joined and like even when you get a small crowd in there you can build it up and it's just crazy yeah well, like, yeah our album launch for tirades was at the the transit we deliberately picked it because it, it, it was a smaller room and we, we for whatever reason no matter where we are what we do a small room always suits us mm, yeah. it, it always suits us so even when we played the basement, we prefer that back room. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's a smaller stage. A few, a it's a few smaller bands room. have said they prefer the back room. Yeah. But yeah, my yeah. first ever gig at the Transit Bar was Witch Skull. And that, that was like perfectly fitting because they're just a three-piece band on that little stage. But they, still, the room was... Yeah. <laughs> That's the only, <laughs> the only downside about Transit for yeah. us is um, we're all pretty like, <laughs> big, <laughs> <rotund. guys. laughs> robust fellow. So when you've got... You know, two guitarists, bass player, drums, and vocals on the stage. I pretty much fall off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got that. Um, so there's like the secret niche after dad bod. There's death metal bod. <laughs> yeah, we're we're. It's we're, like the cool dad bod. <laughs> we've got the weird grind bod. The so grind bod. It's, <laughs> most grind bands are skinny vegans, and we're just fat cattle decap. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we. I mentioned before, like the smaller, the, when um, King Parrot first was playing at the basement, you might not have remembered this or might not. Um, the first time I ever seen them play, man, they were opening for Tortured. At, oh, at the wow. Basement. It was yeah, like right. a $10 gig and they yeah, were opening right. for Tortured. Wow. So, like. Because, yeah, Marcus, our bass player, was the original guitarist in Tortured. Yeah, he, was, yeah. he was the original member. And, um, and I was in Tortured for a little while as yeah, well. I was, was going to say, for, yeah. I think I remember you on there. Yeah, I was in there for about six months and it was just too hard. Like with the two bands, it was just too hard. Yeah. So I pulled the pin. But yeah, that I, I think I was at that show because I, yeah, I only went to a handful of Tortured shows before I joined the band. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, like some of my early days of watching Canberra Metal was Tortured and, and Bretch as well. Like seeing, seeing sort of the early early like days of Joel being up there in his like nightgown <laughs> oh, did, and did stuff. You, did you see the one where he was in his meerkat suit and yeah. he was so drunk he went into the bathroom at the basement with the wireless mic and pissed while doing vocals? <laughs> He's still the only vocalist that's ever done that. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if that's a claim to fame or not. <laughs> sounds but more yeah. like a challenge. It, yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds well, pretty impressive, it, actually. It, it, it's funny, though. As, as great as Joel was and as unhinged as he was, it's nice to have a little bit of a, a settling kind of, yeah, like <laughs> feel when you're on stage. You're kind of, yeah, a bit more of a, a frontman presence rather than a maniac at yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it, it's kind of cool. It's kind of like you've had your fun of, of the maniac, now it's time to settle down with, yeah. it, <laughs> with yeah. like a little bit more stability in yeah. your life. Yeah, yeah. Like boring funny book making us <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it 
Yeah. No, man, I love it. I've seen seen quite a few. I think I've at this point seen more gigs with you than I did with Joel. So it's like yeah, past think, that point. Yeah. I think now um, we've gone to the point where I've been in the band for far longer than yeah, when Joel was 2013. There, so. Yeah, joined. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been there a while, and I think we've we've um, done some pretty big things yep. in that time. Like yeah, we've, absolutely. We've been around. Um, well, we did a little tour of Europe and played obscene extreme yeah, that's right. in Czech Republic and in Flamen Festival in Germany and um, you know, played some shows in Sweden and <laughs> Austria. <laughs> Austria yeah. sucked. Um, yeah. Even the schnitzels weren't cool. <laughs> like, you think you're going to get a good Vienna schnitzel? No, no, we yeah. didn't. But um, yeah, we've done some fantastic, we've played with so many people too. Like we've, we've played with that, like at OEF, I'm... I'm I, I cannot stress this enough for anyone that appreciates a blast beat. You need to go to Obscene Extreme Fest in the Czech Republic at least once in your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is the greatest festival you will ever go to. The most relaxed, the most chilled out. It, it, you can stage dive. You can eat till you bust. There's amazing grog. The <laughs> the um the merch man. There's this whole like set forest <laughs> of merch yeah. and it, it's just insane and and everyone's cool everyone's accessible we got to meet everyone we wanted to meet like i was like a little schoolgirl when i met shane Embry. i was like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like it with travis from everyone had their fanboy moment over yeah. there it was just it was incredible and cheap and it was just yeah everyone's got to get over there at least once and i don't think i've ever seen naif as excited <laughs> <laughs> yeah like naif doesn't smile right he's like allergic to, to happiness <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect for futility. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it rubbed off. But, yeah, that was his influence on the futility, really. <laughs> yeah. But fanboyed when he met Carl Willits from Bolt Thrower because yep. Memoriam played their first gig ever at OEF. Yep. And, um, yeah, and they've met Carl Willits and he's... We even got a photo of his smile. <laughs> yeah, he's actually smiling. Whoa. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Man, that's... Should be. Um, should we, be we'll a, use that as our uh, podcast cover. Yeah, <laughs> next album cover. Next <laughs> <laughs> <Nave> smile. <laughs> yeah, no. We'll uh, so we'll take a break now. Listen to another one of your um, songs for the show. Um, so this is a fuck ton of hate, um, and we'll be back after this track. Exactly three fucking seconds to wipe that stupid looking grin off your face, or I will gouge out your eyeballs and skull. Fuck you.
Okay, and you're back on Canberra Metalheads. That was Wretch with a fuck ton of hate. You're here with uh, Marky Malpas and Betty Benfigore. We got the boys from Wretch. Uh, we were uh, talking in the break about the um, some of the hate that's been surrounded by fuck ton of hate. Have you guys got anything you want to say about yeah, this song? So, uh, <laughs> like, you had mentioned that you'd had some troubles with that. What sort of um, things have sort of faced that song? Well, Some of the residue, I think. <laughs> the residue is the right word, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Well, we made this clip um, for the video, and we think it fits pretty well with the the vibe, like the lyrics and um, and the the feel of the song. I mean, obviously, with that sort of title, it's pretty hateful. And um, <laughs> this video, I actually edited it, and I thought um, I'd interject uh, a series of clips of all the horrible things that happen around the world. You know, so um, if you've seen the clip. You know, we've got people shooting up, we've got um, ISIS shooting people, we've got pollution, we've got people skinning animals alive and things like that. Like, it's pretty gratuitous, but there's a point behind it. It goes yeah. to the song. And um, we had it up on YouTube for quite a while, and uh, we shared it onto... I uploaded it onto Facebook yep. and got shared around heaps, and that was great. And then it got reported as um, against community guidelines and... Um, I got banned from Facebook for a while and it was taken <laughs> down. But the best part about that was when we got back on, when I got back onto Facebook, uh, I got a um, notification from Facebook saying, hey, why not advertise your video? The video that they took down because yeah, it was right. offensive. So <laughs> that was pretty interesting. Um, They're like, why don't you give us money so we can ban you again? Yeah, that's right. And then fast forward a few months, shared the YouTube clip like onto Facebook and someone reported that yeah. and or to YouTube and um, it got taken down because again it violated community standards and I tried to um, go back to them with the reasoning behind the footage and that was unsuccessful and yeah it's banned so now we're trying to think of where we can upload it <laughs> that's not porn hub or something <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. there, there, there's got to be somewhere but you know it's it, you can go into youtube and type in you know people being hit by a car yeah, and you can definitely. watch people dying you yeah, know yeah. but that's yeah. not reported but we we make a film clip and we hold a mirror up basically to to society and what we what we don't like you're, about it you're yeah. showing them yeah. the truth and they just don't want to yep, see it no one wants to see it yeah, not even two girls, one cup, which was in there as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some pretty, there's some pretty questionable. It was the stuff Tony in. Abbott thing in there. I think that's what it was. Yeah. The Tony <laughs> Abbott wink in the clip. I think that that's what upset everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so now we've got um, we're we're trying to come up with ideas for the next clip. So when yeah. when we've got our next album ready, we're going to have to do something that is equal to or worse than that. Yeah, so, uh, it'll top it for sure. It'll, see it'll top it. Yeah, I love I love how you're not taking that as a like toned down, but instead the opposite. But this is this is my point of this thing, right? So basically, you said you're holding a mirror to society, and they don't like it. So they're basically uh, describing the fact that they don't like what they've become. Yep. And they're blaming yeah, you for showing them that. You're not allowed, you're not allowed <laughs> yeah. to tell anyone the truth. Yeah, it's they have like, to live in their glass bubbles. It's yeah. like I've I've said this before about like. When someone says I'm offended by something, they're just saying that you've made me aware of something, so I'm going to blame you for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. there, there is some truly reprehensible stuff. You know, people are allowed to be offended. Like, I get it. But that film clip, like, as confronting as it is, it's it's all happened. We didn't make yeah. any of it up. And we're not <laughs> forcing anybody to yeah, watch it that's either. That's the other I mean, thing. Like, you know, 
we're the, posting it on our page. Yep. We're expecting that people who like our page are going to look at that video. And to be honest, if anybody gets offended by looking at that video and they listen to our music, there's something wrong with that video. Yeah, unless they have multiple personalities and one of them loves you, the other one doesn't. <laughs> I suppose most people can't understand what I'm saying anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, like on that as well, what um, to coincide with the video clip, um, what sort of lyrics have you got to like go with that? Is it sort of like um, similar themes? Absolutely, yeah. Yep. So... Um, talking about once again horrible things that people do yep. um and it's yeah pretty rough i think <laughs> there's not a lot i can say about it that's not going to go against uh <laughs> the station on guidelines. Station. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but yeah it is yeah. yeah it is pretty rough but um again there's far worse out there as well oh um, totally. always like we are on the lower end of the offensive grind scale i mean yep. you've got <laughs> grind bands like porno grind bands like and romper stuff. prop and stuff like that man we, we've it's had them on the show before as far as like, so we had um Cock Lord. Lord from oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yep. so yeah we we're we're aware of it like it's yeah. good it's um like we said before it's just making other people aware of it and all of a sudden they don't realize that they don't like reality yeah, yeah. i think the stuff that i write anyway lyrics wise and i don't write all the lyrics i mean um on the last album nafe wrote uh, a bunch of lyrics okay. and bob's written some way better lyrics than what i come up with <laughs> but um we're never offensive for the point of being offensive like a lot You're of those bands can reason. be yeah like we have well, a song on um tirades called uh glory hole confessional and you can probably guess that that's a bit of a jab at you know certain religions and yeah. um that's just the way i feel about it and i'm mm. not doing it to try to be like Ooh, look at us we hate religion it's just something i wanted to write about and yeah. um well what what's what's interesting though is the approach with the newer stuff that we're writing is a lot more a lot more introspective now i think the lyrics then a lot more it's not so much blasting out this aggression anymore it's kind of yeah a little bit more there's absolutely a lot of um yeah self-deprecating stuff in there <laughs> but um it's one thing it kind of reminds uh, back to when we were touring europe uh we played a show in vienna and mm -hmm. um we showed up at the venue and the tour manager approached me and said oh benji how are you going uh, we've been speaking um, uh, online um there's a bit of a problem the the club owner has a bit of a problem with some of your songs and not he was a club owner, but we were also we were staying at his house. Yeah, because Ooh. yeah, it was a flop Ooh. house, so we were yeah. going to crash at his place. Yeah, so um, we've been told uh, you're not allowed to say the names of your songs on stage, and you're not allowed to sell your merchandise because of the the swearing on the, the back of and, the and the the misogynistic nature and yeah. the offensive nature of your music. Yeah, so they took offense to uh, one of the songs I think we're going to play in a little bit with the <laughs> C word in the title. <laughs> um, now, I tried to explain to them that, you know, that word has a, a little bit of a different meaning in, in Australia as it might have over here, and it's not meant in that way at all. Mm -hmm. It's not a misogynistic mm. term that we, well, we're not using it in that kind of way and um still wasn't accepted so we got on stage and um we said the names of the songs and packed um, up and drove 19 and a half hours straight from vienna to the coast to the northern coast of germany yeah. <laughs> so we didn't have to stay in austria yeah. didn't want anything to do with it and the funny thing i found about that is uh some of the biggest bands or the only bands that i know that have come out of vienna are far worse than <laughs> punch us. And, punch and stench. You know, we were yeah. talking about that before. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they were, they were back in the early nineties. Like you guys are, like you're old enough to remember. But back in the early nineties, there was this, there was this time where 
this music was so new and so fresh that they'd, they'd never heard content like this before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So P- Pungent Stench had an album called Bean Caught Buttering and the film clip, oh sorry, the, the album cover was a severed head cut in half and made to look like it was making out with itself. And they were about to tour Yep. And they and their tour got banned. Um, the album got banned, and there was a whole number: of Cannibal Corpse, Tomb of the Mutilated, and Butcher to Birth. All of those albums got banned from Australia. Um, there was Body Count. You couldn't get Body Count with with Cop Killer on it. it this is this is like early '90s, right? And it was a weird time because yeah. people were still like they were getting it, but it was so so underground. It was. It, and even so, a bunch of Australian bands copped it as well, like oh, a Bremelin. Yeah, oh, dude, a Bremelin. They're self-titled. They weren't allowed to print the lyrics because they're pretty full on. Yeah. <laughs> if you've ever seen the lyrics to the to the first two songs on the self-titled a Bremelin album, you'll know what we mean. Yeah. But um, yeah, like it, it was it was like rife. You know, it, you, everywhere you go, it was like, oh, this is offensive. And I think and, a lot of it's coming back around full circle now as well. Like especially in the metal scene, um, there's a lot of these you know, for lack of a better term, social justice warriors who yep. will, you know, jump up on any excuse they can to complain about something and then it snowballs and ends up being this, you know, big issue mm. when if they just stopped listening or, you know, <laughs> unliked the page or, yep. you know, just avoided it. People just like to make a problem out of nothing. Exactly yeah, right. right. Exactly right. There's got nothing right. better else to do but to make a problem. The, the, <laughs> that's the, what gives the life meaning. And that's another uh, theme that's coming up a lot in our next album that we're we're getting along with at the moment. Um, yeah, there's a lot of reflection. <laughs> lots of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the like the worst thing that um, you can do is like as far as pro- society's progression is get offended for someone else and not for yourself. <laughs> Like yeah. if you, if you're assuming someone else's stance on something and getting offended just in case, that's that that's detrimental to like freedom of speech, really. Yep, that and staying silent as well. I think people are are scared now because if they if they say that they agree with someone, then they can be tarred with the same brush and yeah. they're not going to be liked and they're going to be shunned and stuff. And it's it shouldn't be like that. It's 2018, 2017's yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, my, my whole motto this year has been no cowards right yeah, no yeah. cowards say what you want but don't be a dick yeah you know pretty yeah. much just just be cool yeah it's not hard <laughs> just, <laughs> just just no cowards you know? <laughs> we don't often shy away from stuff like that we played a show at the basement um earlier this year i think it was and it was in support for um for ms yep now uh, duncan drummer of wretch thought it would be hilarious to change up the samples for that show <laughs> and yeah, um he put a lot of samples in from South Park, like, you know, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. And the funny thing was, it was a fundraiser for MS. And um, Joel, yeah. Joel, our, 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 our previous singer, uh, he was there and he thought it was fantastic. He, he got it. He got yeah. the joke, right? He yeah. got it. Yeah. And it was, it was done in jest and it was done in good humor. But some people just don't get that joke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And look. Um, it shows though, like Joel ha- can see this funny side, and oh, yeah. with, with him suffering from it, he sees the funny side in it. But the other people who don't find offence to it, and then that and goes back to what Mark and was it's saying just like, about yeah. people getting upset yeah, for exactly. something that other people. Well, that's that's right. Like I, I do comedy, right? I do stand up comedy, and on Thursday night, I had to go up after Joel because he does it too. <laughs> yeah, and um, Joel's. Just, just to see that dude work a room is just amazing. Like, it starts off with, like, you know, some self-deprecation stuff, whether or whether or not he's suffering from MS. Like, he would do that material. Oh, yeah. Um, and 
it's just crazy to see a room of people being invited to laugh at something yeah. and their response to that. Yeah. Like, it's always such such a, um, yeah, just such a crazy experience just to see that. And he's yeah. a hard act to follow, man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> try, try writing lyrics after he's written an album worth of lyrics. Good, <laughs> Whoa, okay. good, good thing that's uh, sort of why they plan to put me up after because sometimes it'll bring a little bit of fire up on the stage <laughs> yeah. and uh, it's usually good for him to go up before me and then get everyone used to laughing at some slightly more nice he always leaves big shoes to fill (laughs) yeah so um no it's good good to tie it back to um back to what we're talking about before uh with you know joel sense of humor and um and and also what he brought to the band uh so we'll move on now into some um into upcoming gigs um we we know one for sure that that's been marked in the calendar we've shouted out on the show a few times um, we've seen that you had the uh, support for Black Dahlia Murder at, um, at the basement. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Black Dahlia Murder, Aborted and Zeolite. It's going to be awesome. What a show, though, yeah. guys. They, you must yeah. feel pretty proud to be on that one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, it's it's really great to... Um, we've got a pretty good relationship with um, Direct Touring. Yep. So yep. they've um, helped us out with a number of really good supporting slots over yeah. the last few years, like yep. uh, Destroyer 666. We did, and, well, uh, it's two years ago today that we supported Cryptopsy in Sydney. Oh, and really? that was yeah. that was like dream come true for Naif. Again, smiled. He smiled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, guys it, can't it, stress enough about Naif yeah, and smiling. It, it doesn't happen all that often. So, <laughs> yeah. No, but, um, it, it, yeah, we've got this great relationship with Direct Touring and, and, and to, be, to be asked to be the support for it was awesome because we've been... I know I've been listening to, to Aborted and Black Dahlia Murder for a long, long time, as of you, and as yeah, of absolutely. most of the guys yeah. in the band. Yeah, Necrotic yep. Manifesto by Aborted is yep. one, of the, one of the albums that I'll just always yep. put on, which is great. And um, Retro Gore as well, their, yeah. their yep. last one. And yeah, Slaughter in the Apparatus so for me, the one that Dave played on, Dave Haley from yeah. Psychoptic, the one he played on. Man, wow, what an album. They ran it out doing a Faith No More cover. It's like, my God, can it get any better? Honestly, <laughs> yeah. does it get any better? Yeah. yeah. It's really great that they're bringing these bands through Canberra as well. Oh, yeah, the, totally. And so the, good. the basement just keeps getting bigger and getting better. And so This year's just... been pretty good for bands, the basement, I reckon. Well, like, yeah. They've had some pretty big ones. Like Cradle of Filth, I know it's not everyone's cup of tea, but that's still that's, pretty it's, big it's band. A good get. Like... It's a really good get for Canberra. Yeah. And, um, you know, earlier this year, we've only done, like this will be the second show we'll have done this year because we're so immersed in the writing process. The only other show we'll have done this year is Cattle Decapitation earlier, yeah. earlier in February. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, that's great for us because the gigs that we get to play are a little bit bigger, a little bit, little bit creamier. Yeah, you know, and yeah. um, it, it again, it just comes back to that relationship we have with this, with directoring. It's just fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's good to see there's companies out there that are just bringing that sort of hate to Canberra, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, so have, yeah you guys, man. have you guys got any other uh, shows coming up after that one or? Not at this stage. There's there's talks of <laughs> we we so so the the dizzying highs right playing playing supports for for these bigger bands local home shows. There's there's talk of doing one in Sydney, just a house party show, <laughs> just for <laughs> this this uh, for the drummer from Avian Terror has contacted me. He's a really nice dude, and um he he usually has a house party once a year and invites grind bands to yeah, come yeah. and play, puts on beer and puts on curry. So I'm like yeah, that yeah. sounds fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So we only do three need? gigs this so year. It's like yeah, it's cattle decap, yeah, abo- the black dahlia and aborted, and this house. <laughs> yeah. so, Where you get paid in beer and curry. Yeah, yeah and we've we've had to say no to a, a fair few shows. Like um, we get asked quite often oh, to yeah. play, and we've just we sort of set ourselves a rule at the beginning of the year that we weren't going to play a lot of shows because it just sets back the writing 
uh, yeah. so far. And yep. It's sort of when we're coming up to a show, we'll spend the entire one night per week that we rehearse rehearsing for the next show rather yeah. than actually working Writing on new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we've got pretty much all the stuff's written for the new album. We've got everything there. We've, we've pretty much written about seven complete songs ready to go. But that's taken us nearly two years. Yeah. Because in in between taking shows, we, we did a lot of shows last year when we said we weren't going to. Yeah. Um, but we've all got families too. Like I've got three kids, uh, and uh, other people in the band have got kids, and 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 it, it's hard. It's I hard to hard to get around to do it all. So we've had to change everything, change our approach, change um, how we write together. The, the whole process has changed in the last two years. But we're getting there. You know, we we're getting there, and we're still able to play live. We're still able to get out there and. Actually, the, the the next show that the Black Dahlia Reporter will be playing about four or five new songs. Oh, we can. So in yeah, the right. yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, bring in some um, material, like new material. Yeah, out. so yeah, you can definitely uh, feel the difference as well, and that's yeah. one thing I really like about the band. Like um, the songs around because you're worthless and tirades. They're so they're they're kind of polarizing. They're very different sound, mm. very mm. different feel, and the new stuff that we've done here is. It's even it's different again. It's angrier, which is interesting if you listen to tirades. <laughs> uh, this stuff is angrier, and um, I think people are either gonna love it or hate it. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to it, see it, how people take it live. There's still the the, the the hallmarks of of wretch in there. There's still the brutality that that people would expect. The the technical side of it is still there, but there's as Nafe calls them, the table flipping riffs are still there as well. It's just the way that we're doing it all now is a little bit different, and the the content is different. It it, it just feels like, for for lack of a better term, it feels like we're kind of grown up a little bit yep. since yeah. the last album. And and tirades taught us a lot, but this one, this next album, whatever we decide to call it, is going to be an absolute ball terror. I'm sure it is. And this is the first one that we're going that we've written with um, Marcus. Yeah, Tennille mm. haircut. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he joined the band from uh, Tortured. He joined uh, Wretch to play bass, and um, he has brought a lot to it as well. He's brought a, a whole different feel because we didn't have bass up until we recorded tirades. So we recorded that with bass, but before that we'd never played live with bass. Mm. The um, albums before that didn't have bass. So he's brought a whole new energy to the band. And yeah, totally. A stunning haircut. <laughs> <laughs> you set your watch to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. It's, uh, it's it brings a lot to the band by the sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's good value. He, he's I've actually, seen him in tortured like yeah. since what two thousand and eight. So. Yeah, he he's just great fun to have around. He's he's just the best. Yeah, couldn't have picked a better bloke to be in the band, honestly. And he yeah. keeps the um the feel lighthearted as well. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, like any band, um, when you're rehearsing and you're writing new stuff and you have difference of opinions, and then you know people might knock heads. Um, he's always there to what's the noise. <laughs> Yeah, that. So he'll throw that in. Everything gets a little bit, a little bit easier. So, yeah, but the other thing that he brings to the band that we we haven't, we've kind of struggled with a little bit is backing vocals. Yeah. Like we, we like I've stepped up and done a, a bit here and there, but but for the most part, Benji's been out on his own, and um in on on tirades, Nafe and I did backing vocals, but it was very hard to do it live because of the intensity of the music. It's hard to focus on one thing and then 
scream your whole out at the same time. Mm. So Marcus has kind of brought that, and and, and there's dynamics in the vocals now. So mm-hmm. it's it's yeah, it's yeah. awesome. I'm, I can't wait to start playing this new you stuff. You've got backing vocals in stereo now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice nice to be able to have Marcus do the the deeper growls. And so I, it's hard to go from the high pitched squealing that I do and then try to go into a deep growl. Yeah. So he's there to do that, and I don't yeah. have to worry about it, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, like, <laughs> so he brings that that aspect as well, which is really cool. So everyone's got everyone's got their jobs, and everyone mm-hmm. everyone just sticks to it, and it's going great. So cool. Yeah, yeah. adds adds to that dynamic. It's also less taxing on on yourself, so that you can keep doing some more stuff. Yeah, and I can have a drink of water. Yeah, <laughs> between years. Yeah, yeah, cool. So um, we'll we'll round up the show with that. So um, just quickly, the dates on the Black Delia murder. It's Wednesday, the twenty sixth of September at the basement. Yep. yep. Um. Yeah. Uh, so tickets, you can get tickets online. Or if you contact us through contact Facebook, us. Yep. Yep. yeah, we've um we've got a whole bunch of um, pre-sale tickets. So if you um want to save some cash, get in contact with us through Facebook, and um we can get one out to you. Buy save an, some cash. Buy another couple of sherbets. Yeah. Save yourself some money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. But no, that's cool. We, we've been spooking that gig coming up, so um it's good now to uh, have you guys in and and do do a bit for yourself as well, like getting it from both sides of the fence you're getting from the <laughs> yeah. band and and us as well no appreciate Beautiful. it thanks for having us on oh, yeah, thanks great. for coming on guys cheers yeah, rad so um th- thanks for coming on you got that gig coming up and also to everyone out there uh, make sure you check out Ratch on on social media and through their band camp as well um you guys have band camp yeah we got band camp where it's tirades is on spotify as well for, yep. the, for those of you that yeah, have that sweet. itunes music whatever yep. that is, is uh, yep. we, uh, there we go yeah, we're, we're on, on iTunes. itunes we're part of the machine <laughs> oh, yeah, part of it yeah and um, keep a look at them. Bring it down Pornhub. from the inside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll when the when we get the link for Pornhub to put the, the fuck ton of hate film clip on it, we'll share it. We'll let it run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Until we get banned from there. <laughs> well, you know. Then you just that, keep, that's then how you, you know keep, you've made it. Then as you just a, keep as going a, to the grind band. Filthier porn, um, porn websites. Just <laughs> go for filthier, filthier, filthier until you're banned from all the porn websites. <laughs> It'll like probably that. happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think you made it then. If you've, if you've been yeah. banned from every porn streaming site, you've you made it. <laughs> I think you could have a new genre on there, which is just for bands that have nowhere else to go. <laughs> like a new tab yeah, on actually, the home screen. Yeah, I like that. I, like that. That. <laughs> I actually really like that. <laughs> yeah. that. That could be our ticket out of here. Okay, well, yeah. I know that Pornhub's listening now so shout out to you guys thanks for listening yeah um but yeah uh thanks for being on the show g'day i'm benji this is bob and we're rich and you're listening to canberra metalheads Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> yucca, yucca, bam. <laughs>